Good afternoon, boxing fans around the world. Back again on Combat Talk Radio, found at combattalkradio.net with a our weekend of boxing updates here. Feel free to check us out. Once again, the site is combattalkradio.net. Leave us some comments, questions, suggestions, feedback on how we're doing, and we will get right into our weekend of boxing. A lot of people out there not really happy about the one fight that is considered probably the biggest fight of this weekend because it involves two people, one of which arguably does not qualify as a fighter. And I'm going to say some things that are going to upset some folks, and that's all right. Because at the end of the day, no matter what people think, and I think I think what's happening is you have, like, I'm old. You know, I'm old as dirt, but it seems like some people from the throwback era, you know, that they're they're thinking about warriors and are thinking about the spirit of fights during the Don King era. And I got you, but we're at a different time. Number one, number two, the, the basics of prize fighting have not changed. We still are in a prize fighter culture. Everybody who's doing it is doing it because they want to win and they want to win money, but also belts, but it's really money. So because we're in a prize fighter culture, I'm not going to harp or hate when I see fights where people are making money because people are willing to pay for it. So the game is, do you have customers willing to pay for the product you're putting out? And if you do, they're going to keep on going. If you were those promoters, you'd do the same damn thing. But let me just remind you that, again, people like Muhammad Ali were happily doing exhibitions. George Foreman did a sideshow where he fought three guys in the same night. So so-called circus fights are like normal. We take them for granted. So I have no issue with what I'm going to be covering here. And hopefully, if you truly are a boxing fan, you can learn to appreciate at least the craft of it, if nothing else. Certain guys, who I'm not going to name right now, but I'll name later, certain guys have captured an audience. However, why ever, whatever, they captured an audience. But remember, these are guys that are sparring. They're getting hurt in sparring. They're training their ass off. They're going out there and they're trying to entertain. All of that criteria I just gave you, I question why it's not enough for some of you who are still complaining about it. So I'm going to cover these fights and I'm going to do this in two parts because I learned a little bit. I, there are some fights, there's a lot of fights that are happening this weekend. And unfortunately, I don't have details on a lot of them. I'm going to go down, just name some of those. Then I'm going to go through and do high level coverage on the ones I do have some details on because those I think are going to be the ones that are more worth your time. Not saying that the other ones are not. I'm saying that I'm going to do them in two passes. You can choose if you want to do some research, do a search and see if you can find more details about some of these because they may be of interest to you. Let's jump right in that. All right. So I found a list of fights that are happening this weekend and I was surprised at how many there were because none of these showed up on my usual sources, but they clearly are at least scheduled. It is possible some of these might have either been rescheduled or canceled since, and that's why I don't see any high-level information about them. I'm going to talk about them just so that you can, if there's some names perhaps that you're interested in or types of fights. I don't have things like weight classes. All I have are names. So this looks like a women's fight, Dina Torsland versus Deborah Lopez. That's happening today, I believe, in about five hours, four hours-ish. Uh, the return of Abdukakarov. Of course, Abdukakarov was, uh, he's welterweight versus Sean Owens. They Sean Owens, I should say. That's happening at 2 p.m. Uh, Abdukakarov was at one point perceived as the next guy to fight Errol Spence, eye test fighter. I don't think negatively of the guy, but he got a, he got a little bit exposed. Um, 
Yeah, and he got derailed, and so he's on the rebuild plan. Joshua Fraser versus Euro Hernandez. Euro Hernandez, I know about him. Really good fighter there. Um, Antonio Vargas versus Michelle Banquez. That's a good one. Both of those are at 4 p.m. Elvis Rodriguez and Joseph Adorno. That's a good fight. Jamal James is making his return. If you didn't know, Jamal James was at one point the WBA regular welterweight champion, just under Jordanius Ugas, who was the super champion of welterweight. James got elevated to regular. He had won the interim. He got elevated to regular because Manny Pacquiao, after he beat Keith once upon a time Thurman for the super, Manny started chasing Crying Garcia. WBA stripped his ass, right? And then Ugas got elevated to super. James got elevated to regular. So people didn't know James was a welterweight champion, even though he never beat nobody for the belt. He was a champion. Well, then James got hit with COVID. He got hit with COVID. He got hit with injuries. He got hit with a lot of different stuff. And he's on the comeback path now. And they took an L. So he lost the belt. Pretty sure it was Mateo. He lost the belt. So he's not, he's not a title holder. But he's now on the build back after apparently three rounds of COVID. So he's fighting Alberto Palmetta. Um, people think this is going to be a toss-up fight because we don't know where James is now. He's been out for like three years. So we don't know where he is. But um, if you want to go show him some support, that fight's happening this weekend. 7 p.m. it says, so basically 12 hours from now. Subrio Matias versus Jeremias Nicholas Ponce. Uh, it's 8 p.m. Uh, Makubu, Makabu, sorry, Makabu versus Badu Jack. That's a, that's a highlight one. Makabu, of course, is promoted by Don King. He's one of two, I think, that Don King still has. I think the other one is, is it Trevor Bryan? I can't remember, but I, I know Don King has two fighters. Makabu's like the, if, if Makabu doesn't pull out the win, Don King is, you know, his money is going to be dry. And he's like 92 years old, too. Uh, Brandon Figueroa versus Mark Masayo. That's a really good fight. Callum Smith versus Paul Stapien. That's a good fight. Um, that's happening. Or actually, no, I'm going into the next future weeks. So Figueroa Masayo is actually next week. Sorry. And Callum Smith Stepien is the week after. Sorry. So that's that's the list of what's there. Now, there are some names I didn't mention. That's where I'm going to get now. But I want to go back and just talk about Matias versus Ponsix. I do have some details on that one, at least. And then we'll go into the rest that we've got on deck. Matias Ponce is for the IBF Super Lightweight title. It's on Showtime. So it, I believe it's a PBC event, actually. It's on Showtime. I am. I like both guys. I like this fight. Um, it, it's, a, it's one of those fights that feels like it should be something special. So... The story, Matias has one loss. However, Matias has a 100% knockout ratio of the guys he's beat. Um, he's stopped pretty much at stoppage almost every single time. He's a really solid fighter. Um, he's not that old. He's, he's like right in the, he's right at the peak of his prime, I would say. And then Ponce, Ponce is not, Ponce has knockouts, but he's more of a boxer. He's more of a skill style. Ponce has more experience than Matias, but Matias is just explosive, exciting to watch. I really like the guy, and I like what I see from him. I'm, I'm leaning towards Matias. My heart tells me Matias on this one. But Ponce could definitely pull it out. Don't sleep on Ponce. Ponce is still undefeated. Ponce is the younger fighter. Ponce is the taller guy. So don't sleep on Ponce. I'm saying for me, I'm, I'm a really, really, <laughs> I'm like hyped on Matias to see what he pulls out on this one because this would be a big win for him if he can pull that out. Again, that's on Showtime. That's happening uh, today, actually, uh, this evening. On it looks like it's the Showtime app, unfortunately, which is I think that's bad because both deserve a bigger platform. And let's see, undercard fights for that one. 
uh, Adorno, that's the one I talked about there. Um, Jamal James, I talked about there. Abdi Kakarov, so those are on this undercard. So that's all this evening if you want to check this one out. Um, but unfortunately, you got to do that stupid app, and I'm sorry about that one. And, of course, the fight everybody's pissed about, Jake Paul, the problem child, versus Tommy Fury. I think it's TNT. Tommy Fury. Listen, I've called Tommy Fury a bum because he's a bum. He's not good. Um, Jake Paul is not a pro boxer, but when I watched him, especially when I watched him against Silva, and people are like, well, Silva's old. Silva still had skill. Don't put it out. But Jake Paul just feels like hunger. I, I sense hunger from him. I sense like he has just a hunger to him where he's going out there and he's he just he works he works really hard and i don't see that same level of hunger out of tommy fury and part of that's because of the kind of opposition he's faced he's not faced guys that really would test him he's faced soft touches arguably everybody knows it so it's to me the big differentiator of these two is hunger i sense more hunger i sense more dedication i sense more passion from Jake Paul in his craft and him growing as a fighter. And Paul made a point that he is at a point of growth where Fury feels like he may have plateaued. I don't just, I don't agree with this, but I do think that Jake Paul feels like he's got a little bit more of a chip on his shoulder to prove that he's here and he's legit. And this will be a huge win for him. Tommy Fury beating Jake Paul, it's somewhat of a big win, but not really because he's expected to win. So the pressure is really on Tommy Fury. I like the fight. I'm leaning towards Jake Paul, and people think I'm nuts. It's a hunger to me. On the card of this is where you're going to find Makabu versus Jack. Again, another really good fight. Of course, despite Don King being involved and the potential that Jack gets something sketchy. Because for the story, people don't may, may not know, Badu Jack is one of those. He's like a warrior. He'll go out there. He's had some brutal freaking facial injuries. He's gone to battle backwards and forwards with guys. He just... He's, but he has the heart of a warrior. He has spirit. He goes and he works and works. And in many cases, it's just kind of like he can't pull it out for one reason or another. So he's had close decisions anytime he's stepped up. And then when he's not stepped up, like it's like the level, he'll get him out of there. I like him as a person. I think he's a really good guy, just a person. He's a really good guy and he works as a fighter. He's inspirational. He's older, you know, he's, he's up there in age. And I think that he just started a little bit late, and unfortunately, because I think he started in 2009, he started a little bit late for where he ended up. Makabu's not young. Makabu's roughly, you know, he's younger than Badu, but he's, he's, he's young-ish, but Makabu is a southpaw. Makabu has been largely protected. I'm going to, I'll say it, been largely protected. At the same time, though, Jack feels like it's, it's harder for him to, it's harder for him to impress, even though he's coming strong. His last fight, he kind of, he didn't look at all that great. But I think he's going to put his all into this one. So it's hard to pick on this one just because I like Badu Jack as a person. My gut tells me Macabo's going to pull it out on this. I could get it wrong. This one's on ESPN Plus pay-per-view in the U.S. BT Sport on in the U.K., 12 rounds at Cruiserweight Action. Uh, it's happening roughly this afternoon. So, or actually tomorrow afternoon. Tomorrow afternoon for that one. I, I'm, I, it's, it hurts, you know, cause I really like Badu Jack's person. I think he's a great dude. And hopefully he, hopefully he can shock the world. Um, most I'd say bookies think that Jack will pull it out, that he'll take Makabu out. And I hope he does. Cause I really like the dude, uh, Jack. And I want, I want him to get a W. I want him to stand out in the crowd and go to that next level, uh, for fighting. So 
Uh, that's what I see on deck. And fortunately, I was able to at least catch names that were fighting this weekend, even though there's very limited details about some of them. But it looks like most of them are on the undercards of um, Jake Paul. So that's uh, that's good that they're getting the, the spotlight. And people might be upset about it, but I still think that we just have to embrace the fight game for what it is. And then Matias Ponce, in my opinion, is a must-see fight um, this this evening. Uh, I, I say that's a must-watch one. I think it's going to be a really good one. I don't think it's going to be like one of those fight of the year candidate levels. I think it's just going to be a really exciting fight worth watching. And I'm, I'm really disheartened that it's on the Showtime app instead of being on the televised. So if you're anti-app like I am, you'll probably miss the fight and have to catch it after the fact that I do recommend that you do because my gut tells me that one's going to be a really good one. That's going to do it for this week's episode of Combat Talk Radio, Masterpiece Boxing, found at CombatTalkRadio.net. I want to thank you for listening today, whether you are a subscriber or not. I know you have choices, and I appreciate you for being here. Just to remind those that are new to the show, Combat Talk Radio records every Friday, so once a week in the Pacific time zone. And then Lifeblood of Boxing series, which is our coverage of the boxers I think are worth your time and give to the sport. That's once per month. It does not have a fixed schedule, but once a month I'll have a release until I run out of ones that I think are worth covering. For Lifeblood of Boxing. So those are our two programs. It is podcast only at this point. We want to hear from you. So combattalkradio.net at the bottom. Hit comments, feedback. Let us know how we're doing. If there's anything that you'd like to see us adjust or improve, we want to hear from you and we are open to that feedback. We also are open to starting up the YouTube again, but it seemed like that died off when Lomachenko took a loss and we don't know why. So if somebody knows why or they'd like to hear the YouTube coverage, let us know that as well in the comments. And we are open to doing it. We just need to make sure the fans are there. Right now they're on the podcast, not on the YouTube for whatever reason specific. We're open either way. Anyhow, that'll do it. And I will see you guys next week.